Welcome to season three of the You Belong podcast by Faith Young Adults, where no matter who you are, where you're from, or what you've done, you belong. I'm your host, Braden Benvenuti. Let's get real. Welcome back to the You Belong Podcast. I'm your host, Braden Benvenuti, and I'm super glad to be on this other episode. I'm going to introduce the guest, but if you're watching, you can already see him. But for you guys listening, we got Pastor AJ Hubbard. Hey. <laughs> How are you feeling? You excited to be on this? First time? I don't know if I'm excited, but uh, but I'm so honored that you asked me to be on this podcast. There we Thank go. Thank you. You redeemed, you redeemed Thank it you right so there. Thank you so much. Um, so, Pastor AJ, mm-hmm. what do you do here at Faith Church? I'm the uh, worship pastor, music director. Mm-hmm. Sweet. I really don't know. I think it's music director's actual <laughs> title. Well, I'm worship leader, worship pastor, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're over like production, creative as well, kind of like the. I'm over production and worship. Yeah, okay, production cool. and worship. Of course, there's a lot of collaboration mm-hmm. with the creative team. Yeah, but you know, specifically, I'm over production and worship. Cool. Well, super excited to have you on here um, and talk about some cool things. But before we get started, tell us about yourself. Give the, the sure. listeners a little, little look into to your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, my name is AJ, mm-hmm. and uh, I have a family, a wife, Erica, and three kids, Warren Jackson, Knox, and Vivian. And uh, they're 11, 7, and 4. And uh, I'm going to be honest. I didn't know you had three kids. Yeah. Yeah, I do, man. <laughs> yeah, they're around. You'll see them around. Um but I just, you know, I love music. I love, you know, serving the church, serving mm-hmm. people. I love uh, collaborating and um, creating things with other artists. And I get to do this wonderful job and serve this amazing church. So, yeah. Sweet. Um, also, a big thing I feel like you do, you work out. You're big. You're big workout. Uh, right? Big? No? no, I mean, uh, do I work? I work out. Yes. Yeah. It's, it helps my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, it clears my mind. And... It's just I, f- I feel like that um, men, uh, a lot of men that uh, are in my line of work probably don't uh, are not physically active enough, mm-hmm. and if they were, it'd probably relieve a lot of stress and anxiety and help you sleep better at night. So I do. I but you know I may not look like it, but I do. <laughs> but I do exercise a lot. I um, I work out, but I also have a mountain bike now, and I'm okay. I'm really into mountain biking now. Gotcha. I'm not a pro or anything at all but yeah. uh i love it and i try to go at least every other day mm-hmm. that's not. pretty cool where yeah. do you is there like are you going like on some rough terrain or are you like on a on more of from like time the, to time it's pretty rough okay. uh no it's pretty rough terrain i i get out in the woods in the try to get into the hills or mountains mm-hmm. um when i go some places i go are 20 minutes away some places i go are an hour away okay. so but uh, when I have time, I might go to somewhere like just south of Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some trails up there cool. that are, you know, pretty cool. I do like going to a new trail mm-hmm. somewhere I've never been before. Yeah. 
because it's kind of like you're exploring. It's like you're Columbus looking for the new <laughs> land. And uh, there's not anything left to explore anymore in the world, it yeah. seems like, except Antarctica. They won't let us go up there. That's true. That's a conspiracy theory thing. We'll talk about that later. But like, since there's nothing left to really explore as far as new lands, the best mm. you can do is found a, find like a mountain bike trail mm. that you've never been on before. Yeah take it pretty fast so there's some risk involved when you come around a corner you don't know what you're going to see mm -hmm. that's fun mm -hmm. that's yeah. fun that is cool well sweet that's pastor aj for you a little insight to his life um i've heard a lot of things pastor aj that you just mentioned kind of the conspiracy theory like theories and stuff and i, I feel like yeah i i kind of have this question for you because i thought this dude's gonna have some pretty cool things to say and so <laughs> And we already talked about this. You got a couple, um, and you can share one, two, three, whatever it is. But um, a big thing is hot takes. You know, a lot of people like to just give their opinion, and it might just be like out, of, like just crazy. And everyone's like, "Why do you think that?" Like, there's just a lot of people that have their unique. That's opinion. called a hot take. Yeah, a hot take. That basically you have the opinion, and it's very unpopular. Like oh, you're okay. one of the only ones to like okay. really think that. Um, and so, I got too many of those. So give me one or two of, of some of your hottest takes that are going to upset some people probably. Okay. okay. Disneyland mm. is highly overrated. Holy cow. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think it might on. be one of the first to, that I've heard say that. Surely there's, there's probably people that think that as well. Probably people that think it, they just don't say it because yeah. it's so unpopular. That's true. Why do you... Why do you think that? Oh, uh, I mean, that's a whole other podcast. Do you do you have we have part two? We can maybe <laughs> if you need to. Uh, you know, it's for the money you're paying. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not that fun. Hmm. And uh, there's I can see that even with a fast pass. Yeah, it's pretty slow. Have you been? Oh, yes. Oh, OK. Oh, You've yes. Been. So, you know, yeah. you like I'm never coming back. <laughs> well, I, I hope I never go back, but. <laughs> I probably will go back because have I have children, I have friends and a wife that, that loves it. So, mm -hmm. and I don't, you know, I don't want to knock their opinion or anybody mm -hmm. else's opinion. If you love Disneyland and you love paying that kind of money and spending that kind of time on that kind of stuff, yeah. then that's great. Good yeah. for you. It's just not my thing, yeah. but I'll go do some, some other people's things because mm -hmm. I love the people. Yeah. Um, but sure. There's better things we can do. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. All right. Give me one more. One more hot take. Uh, I don't. I don't want to do this. Why not? You got another good Who one. Who wants to to talk about hot takes <laughs> when you're leading worship? Because half the people that are you're trying to lead are not gonna want to worship with you now. That ain't true. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like Disneyland, so I ain't worshiping with right, him. Right, <laughs> right. But my hot takes are ones that they probably would rule me out of leading them. All right, you want to you stop at that one? I want to stop. All please, right, you'll stop. <laughs> We'll stop at that one. Uh, just know he's got some other hot takes that would probably upset the whole state of Alabama. <laughs> but we won't share that. Um, so, Pastor AJ, you lead worship um, here at Faith Church, uh, and you've been doing it for a while. Uh, how long have you been doing it? Just leading worship, period? Yeah. Uh, since I was 17. Well, long time. So, uh, a long time. Mm -hmm. But... Um, at this church, I was blessed to be here for seven years. Uh, took a little break for a little while and did some other things, but came back here in like the first of February. Mm -hmm. um, so at this church, you know, seven and a half uh, years. So it's been super awesome. A lot of learning experiences, mm -hmm. grown as a uh, in my faith, 
grown as a you know leader and uh, got to serve with some people that are a lot of fun to be around, including mm-hmm. you. You're one of those people. So we have a great staff here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's a lot of fun. But yeah, I've been doing it since I was 17. Yeah. Um, maybe not doing it well <laughs> since yeah. I was 17, but I loved, I always wanted to do it mm-hmm. uh, from the first time. I saw people leading worship. I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And then the big, one of the big things besides just, you know, being led to the Lord and my faith in Christ and was, was my first experience coming here to this church, mm-hmm. which was over 20 years ago when I came here and saw Lenny LeBlanc leading worship. And that's when I firmed it up kind of in my heart that that's what I want to do. I mm-hmm. want to do what he's doing. I want to lead people in worship. I want to sing, I want to play, I want to write. And um, so, yeah, I started doing it when I was, you know, fairly young. And I came to faith in Christ late later in life, mm-hmm. you know, like in my late teens. Mm-hmm. So it was one of the first things I picked up to do to start serving, besides running sound. So I, I would I would run some sound for the church I was going to mm-hmm. when I was 17. But what I really was you know, gearing up for and, and trying to learn and equip myself to do was to lead worship, play, mm-hmm. sing, and write some music. Yeah, cool. So you're kind of getting into it, and we'll, I can ask this question. Maybe you can give a little bit more. Um, so why did you want to be a worship leader? Like what, when you came here, when you saw Lenny mm-hmm. LeBlanc, went like what, and like you came to faith, you know, in Jesus, like what was it that pushed you to want to do that? I, I just, there was nothing I could see. Obviously, when you give your life to God, the immediate thing you know you're supposed to do is serve people Mm -hmm. and, you know, in whatever ways you can lead people toward the presence of God because the presence of God is what changed your life, Mm -hmm. what changed all your perspective. It changed your heart direction from serving yourself to serving something greater than that. So you know you want to do something to lead people to truth Mm -hmm. and I was I had already picked up acoustic guitar and was playing just a little bit when I was 17. So music was something that I loved. Mm-hmm. And I and sort of all the stars aligned for a moment and I realized that hey, this is like for me this would be my most enjoyable way is is being creative mm-hmm. and creating music, songs and lyrics that have never been sung before for people. Uh, for them to get closer to God. Mm-hmm. That just seemed to me exciting yeah. and very worthwhile, but also a challenge. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had been, I, I went on a couple of mission trips in my first year or two of being a believer in Christ. And those were amazing and they were fun. But music, even though I still went on mission trips and still go on mission trips, I, I thought music was a challenge for me because I didn't grow up playing music. Mm-hmm. I grew up loving music, listening to it like like most people. Yeah. But playing was something I had just picked up. So it was a challenge too. And singing was a challenge because I would sing and there were musicians that were talented and respected that would tell me, hey, you're not very good at singing. Mm. And so just singing would, would be a, a huge challenge. Mm-hmm. But it was... It was my sacrifice, and it was my thing I could lay down my life to try to do or mm-hmm. to learn to do was that skill because I loved it so much. I just mm-hmm. had this feeling that God had put in my heart that 
well, you will be able to do this. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really good. I like that. Um, and so, you know, talking about worship, why, you know, you're like, why you're leading worship, been doing it for a long time since you were 17 to what you wanted to do. Um, and I think it's worship is such like a, you know, a big thing in church. Um, some people might not know what it is. So how would you define worship? Well, that's a g- really good question because most people would associate worship with just music mm-hmm. uh, in church or just worship music um, albums that they would download or stream. Mm-hmm. Um, people singing that they'd watch on YouTube or whatever. But worship is obviously more than that. Worship yeah. is something that I've done already today, and I haven't picked up an instrument at all, mm. and I haven't sang at all this morning. So it's just ascribing worth to God. Mm. And so that's done in many ways. That's done in, sure, uh, singing, but just talking, just speaking, we can ascribe worth to God. Just listening to His instruction um, is can be an act of worship. Mm-hmm. And obviously serving people can be an act of worship. So worship is something we do all the time. And you know, the Bible talks about, you know, that that we should continually pray. And in many ways, our life should be um, a work of art mm-hmm. um, for God. Yeah. So worship is more than just the music. But, you know, as far as the church goes, as far as Christians go, where music is concerned, mm-hmm. you know, that is that is important. And it's something we do when we gather together most of the time mm-hmm. probably is to is to sing at some point so it's important and it is biblical and it's it's um it's something that 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 can bring the church together mm-hmm. and it's something that can galvanize our faith um so yeah talking about that and how we can do it in the most authentic ways mm-hmm. is is a good topic of conversation mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think a lot of times worship has been seen now. It's like people maybe that are new to the faith or maybe they're outside the church. They're just like, oh, worship, that's like a type of music. You know, right. it's like the only thing. And Yeah, it's like, a music genre. Yeah. yeah. And like it, I mean, yes, but it's also worship in the sense of like as being a believer in Jesus Christ is like way more like you're talking about. Like so many people worship in different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's like you're talking about serving and but also they're like, music is a form of art there's lots of different art like people could paint pictures and it's right. like that's worshiping god like you know it's right or poetry or like there's just so many different things or maybe you what you do for work like you know you're you're doing what god bless you with like maybe he bless you with a you're very good at one thing and if you're doing right. that and you're honoring god doing it like you're worshiping god because you're you're using what he gave you to like you know bring honor and glory right. to him and right so it's i think it's been um twisted kind of just over right like just I, I i go back to like um and you know the bible there's plenty of scriptures we could get into and mm-hmm. read um but anything you do that that ascribes worth to god mm-hmm. adoration to god uh so there there are probably things that we do throughout a day that aren't worship mm-hmm. and and that's obvious you know but there are a lot of things that are not included when we talk about worship that aren't immediately included in our minds when mm-hmm. we talk about worship that that are yeah and i and i think it's 
probably unhealthy to look at worship as just the music part mm-hmm. of our lives. Yeah, uh, I think I think it's important to look at today. There's many things I'll do throughout this day that are worshiping God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not and, the least of which is time with Him. Mm-hmm. And in those, and many times with Him, I'm not singing. I'm quiet. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so, so you being a worship leader, that's like kind of. I mean, that's your kind of seems like your calling. What you feel like God, you know, is basically like made you to do, and that's what you do for work, and like all of this. And so, I, yeah, you know, I. I would say yes mm-hmm. in some ways, and I probably would have been quicker to say yes mm-hmm. years ago. But the older I get, the more I realize that you know my calling. And and I don't want to be controversial about this. Yeah. Some people feel like they're called to worship ministry. Mm-hmm. They're called to lead worship at a church. Yeah. And yes, I was called to lead worship at a church. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't disagree that that's a calling of God. But my calling from God is to grow. And that is my number one thing. And that mm-hmm. that may be that one day I'm not leading worship at a church, yeah. but I'm still answering the call of God because mm-hmm. at the yeah. end of the day, I've been called to die to myself mm-hmm. yeah. and, and grow in faith and grow in how I express love to God and love to others. Mm-hmm. So that is my main calling. Yeah. And I, I think it's important to talk about that because— it would be easy for me to look at my life as, well, I'm called to be a worship leader. I'll get up thinking that. That's mm-hmm. what I do. When I go home, I turn that off maybe mm-hmm. for a while, and then I come back and I do this again. But what if I'm not a worship leader at a church on staff someday? Well, I would still be worshiping God. Mm-hmm. I would still be worshiping God through music. Mm-hmm. I would still do that. Yeah. I would still teach some people how to play music or maybe how to sing. None of those things would stop. So that calling would continue, but the main calling I have from God is He just wants me to follow Him, mm, yeah. and I do that wherever that goes. Mm-hmm. And if that means I'm not, you know, doing music a lot, then so be it. Mm-hmm. That's because so my peace comes from from Him and yeah. following Him. Mm-hmm. And I think I could easily be doing a lot of music or a lot of worship, but not be following God. Yeah or what people would call worship. Mm-hmm. I could be doing some of that that looks like that, but yeah. not be following him. Mm-hmm. So I guess my encouragement at, uh, today to people is just follow God. If that happens to land you in music because you love music, well, then great. Mm-hmm. But if it if you find out that's somewhere else, then then do that because I'm after the peace of God, which, com- which comes from following him and being in his presence. Yeah. So wherever that leads me. Mm-hmm. That's so good. I love that. I think a lot of people focus too much on the like, you know, oh, he's calling me to this specific thing. And now like everything right. is just pointed to like that thing you're doing. And you almost forget like that, like the first thing was to follow God. The first right. thing was to to die to self and like right. and put his will above yours. And it's like once you find your like calling, then it's like that's just the main focus. And it's like that becomes your God. Like I think what you do can can be a God and be an idol. Totally. And a lot of people think, well, this is like what God called me to do, so it can't be. Right. But if you're focused on that more than you are just your relationship with God, what you're doing is probably in vain. <laughs> right. Um, well, <clears throat> there may be some good that comes from it, but yeah. but I think you're right that when you say our calling, what what we consider to be our calling, which mm-hmm. is like a decision we made to follow God at a certain period of time, mm-hmm. maybe years ago. And we sort of hang our hat on that 
and rest our whole lives on that. Mm -hmm. But that my perspective of what God did in my life in those early years evolves over time because mm -hmm. there's a process that of that God is just transforming me and changing me and everything in my past becomes a little clearer the perspective changes so yeah i i don't think it's wise to just make one decision and then the rest of your life i'm just going to lean on that yeah well if i'm connecting with god daily mm -hmm. or at least regularly yeah and i'm getting away from people culture social media whatever you want to call it getting away from everything connecting with god then then that may mean he leads me in different areas from time to time. Mm -hmm. And when you say people can make their calling their God or their idol, mm -hmm. more specifically, well, what would that mean? It would just mean they're putting that above their their time with God yeah. currently. Mm -hmm. And they're putting it above the presence of God and maybe what God's trying to show us right now. Mm -hmm. Well, he told me this 20 years ago. Yeah. Well, sure, but... Maybe there's other things he's telling you now, mm. you know? Yeah. So yeah. I think that's good. I think that's important. And the whole point of all this is just to continually um, seek God's presence. And and I recently, my thing that I talk about a lot and I pray about a lot and I meditate on is Jesus got away from people. Mm. And it, of course he gave himself to people. He served all the time. Yeah. His ministry was constantly around the multitudes or the disciples, mm -hmm. but the the scriptures are clear that he got away from them. Mm -hmm. He would just be gone. Yeah, where did he go? Mm -hmm. Well, he's you know he does that thing every day where he goes and he's by himself for a while. Yeah. Okay, well what do we do? Well we just I guess we wait wait around. Yeah, and he'll come back <laughs> sometime. Mm -hmm. And so extended periods of time away from everybody, uh, but the presence of God is important. Mm -hmm. I don't think we do it enough. Yeah. Or at least I'll say this. I wasn't doing it enough. Yeah. And I'm doing it more now. And my time with God used to consist of my Bible in an office or in a study somewhere or um, maybe even on a porch somewhere or something like that by myself. And then I may sing to God. Mm -hmm. And I would call that my time with God. And that was. That was my time with God. But in in recent months and years, it's become more really getting secluded from everybody else and not doing anything for the first little while mm -hmm. except resting in the fact that I could be still. Yeah. Just be still and know that I'm God. I don't mm -hmm. have to do a lot of stuff. I don't have to study something or prepare something for the worship team yeah. or prepare something for the church during that time mm -hmm. or even think about those things at all. Yeah. And then, you know, throughout that time, there's a latter part of that time where I feel like I'm gaining insight and direction or perspective, mm -hmm. but I don't get that unless I get alone with God. Yeah, for sure. That's good. I like that. Um, and so talking about all this and what worship is, and it's a lot more than, um, than just music. It's a lot more than just, you know, singing. It's still a beautiful thing and still part of worship. And so why, so why do we do it every Sunday? Like why, why is, Sometimes the emphasis, you know, is like every Sunday we're going to sing three to four songs. We're going to worship God. But then we're talking about how like, well, it's not just music, but it seems like, you know, this is a tough question I'm asking. Like, but I just want to, you know, talk about this is like it almost is like sometimes we paint the picture that worship is just music because there's such an emphasis on it because it's every Sunday morning. Right. And so like what's the um, 
I guess, why, why do we do it every Sunday? What's the, you know, we do it before the message message comes and, you know, it's the kind of the, that's uh, the, the it's a great routine. question. And I, I think, I think there's probably a, a lot of reasons for the, for why we do it every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Biblically speaking, we can look at the New Testament and see that when they gathered together, mm-hmm. they sang and they preached the word. Mm-hmm. So I think we do it first of all, because the Bible teaches that they did that yeah. and they did it often. And, you know, there's scriptures like, you know, singing and, you know, making joy before the Lord and mm-hmm. uh, singing psalms to each other, things like that, because it strengthens the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. It unifies us behind our faith and what we believe. It reminds us of things in a way that's collective. Mm-hmm. So a teacher or a preacher can stand up and and teach, but but we're listening in that mo- in that moment. When we sing something together that we all know and have memorized, which is easy easy to do through song, mm-hmm. well then we are all declaring a truth together at the same time. Yeah, and I think that's the reason the New Testament church did it often and did it when they gathered together. I think that's the reason we do it now. That being said, I do not think that every time we gather, that's something that we have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it's important to continue to do it, obviously. Yeah. And it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that is why we do it. Encouragement, worshiping uh, together with something that we're all doing unified at the same time in sync which I think spills over. The reason they did it in the New Testament, the reason we continue to do it now, is it spills over into your daily life and into Sunday becomes Monday, and Monday you're in step mm-hmm. more with your brothers and sisters in Christ because of those things you did in sync on Sunday. Um, so it's the same way that any organization would do things like that, have yeah. mantras or quotes or songs or the military marches mm-hmm. to a cadence that that has a specific lyric and timing to it it unifies you yeah yeah i think that's good i think i mean i agree mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's very important because i think you know a lot of people see sundays like that's their time with god which is not great but it's, it's supposed to be like we're all coming together so that we can be like encouraged and empowered to right go through our week now right. until we meet again and get more encouragement because like it it's tough, you know, living your life for Jesus is not easy. Like it's a, a battle every day of, like we said, dying to ourselves, denying ourselves, and like, and putting God's will above ours. And so if you don't have nobody else around you, it's like tough. And so the part of, you know, going to church with other believers, you're like, oh, all these other people, they're worshiping God. They're like, right. and it encourages you like, I'm not alone. And, right. and I think it, that builds the church and it builds community. And, and then it, you know, hopefully we'll, You'll be like, oh, I gotta bring more. We need more people in here. We, like, and you know, right. like it. It is. You just want to grow that community and grow the what's happening there. And so I think, as you know, kind of thinking through the own, my own question that I asked you is like, I think as long as you you know you have the worship and then you have somebody that's teaching the word and like there's a balance of like, like yes, we're gonna worship, we're gonna do this, but then somebody's making sure it's like, hey, it's not just singing the song, it's not just music, right. like. You got to go now on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, like live this out. Mm-hmm. And like, I think as long as there's the balance, 
that's biblical. That's, you know, why right. we can do both. And that's why we do worship every day. Or right. Every day. Yeah. But every Sunday as well. And it's like if we were just to come together and just worship and there's no teaching or anything, then that could get dangerous because it's like all we're just going to do is sing songs and nobody's right. telling, you know, teaching right. the Bible. And so I think as long as there's both, it's like that's why it's OK. And it's a lot of people, I think, um, have the viewpoint of like, oh, we worship every Sunday. You know, it is just music. Well, no, because then somebody gets up and teaches the word of God right? for sometimes longer than we worshiped. And so right. then that's like, you know, the Bible is important, too. And so it's right. like all encompassing is like if you have that balance, then you're good. And, right. you know, the focus isn't just on that. I think people sometimes just get confused because we the words we use sometimes is like, well, now we're going to worship, then preach. Well, preaching's right. we're worshiping then, too. You know, right. we're worshiping God through the Bible through scripture. Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's good to look at Sunday mornings as, um, in, in many ways that is just a part of discipleship. It's mm-hmm. a part of accountability. It, the old Testament talks about iron sharpening iron. So we get together and part of that singing and that teaching time is just us sharpening one another mm-hmm. because on your own fighting what we, the battle that we're fighting and in our battle, just to clarify, I don't think is is healthy to always look at our battles that we're fighting the world or like mm-hmm. the secular world yeah. or secular culture. I, I think it's important to look at that battle and that fight as the enemy that sometimes gets in our way or temptation being the enemy, the enemy that's basically in our mind sometimes. Mm-hmm. That there's a battle and a war that, that we're fighting in our mind a lot of the time of you could say good versus evil, or you could say right thing and wrong thing, or you could just say love versus fear. But whatever that is, we need help in that. It's hard to do that alone mm-hmm. because alone you tend to forget things easy. You you don't you can't remind yourself all the time of all the truths of that that God and all the promises of God. So when we get together, to me that is just a form of discipleship with mm-hmm. the pastor preaching and teaching or teachers in front of us are just helping us, reminding us of what the scriptures say and encourage us, encouraging mm-hmm. us in that, mentoring us, mm-hmm. discipling us. And that's found all throughout the scriptures. So, but the easiest example is just Jesus with the disciples. And so um, we need each other mm-hmm. is, the, is the thing to remember. I, I think that, you know, Christian culture in America from time to time the way it's seen in mainstream media, uh, it gets a bad rap sometimes because of it, you know our own mistakes, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes not. But it would be easy for a generation of people to look at Sunday mornings as something that's not that important because well I can just seek God on my own. I don't yeah. need to go sing the church songs. Mm-hmm. I don't need to go to the gathering on Sunday. I can follow God right here where I am. And while that's true in 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 some cases um or in in some ways i would say that's true mm-hmm. what's also true is that um the new testament is clear that we need each other and uh new testament is clear that taking for granted the gathering of the people and not attending that all the time is is not gonna make you stronger or those brothers and sisters in christ stronger mm-hmm. so they need you as much as you need them and to look at Sunday mornings as something that's just for me is obviously wrong. We're going to encourage other people. So mm-hmm. part of Sunday morning is when we're singing together, that's an encouragement to the people to your right, to your left. Yeah. 
Um, and then, you know, before and after that gathering, even during that gathering, there's ways to encourage each other mm-hmm. and serve one another. For sure. Um, great thoughts. I love okay. them. Uh, so before we wrap up, is there any, any kind of do this thing where we got final thoughts kind of for the episode? And so uh, before we wrap up, is there any last things you want to leave the listeners with? Kind of any anything to wrap everything up or something maybe you haven't said? I think... You know, the most important thing I I tell some of our worship team members um, is that your walk with God is your walk with God. And so, you know, if if I'm mentoring some some people from my team, then then the things I'm going to encourage them with and the things I've been through in my life that I may use as examples— well, those should help them and encourage them and push them forward in their faith. But their walk with God is unique. Mm-hmm. It's like your walk with God is unique. Your story is unique. Yeah. And your story, uh, as you share it, is important because there's elements of that story that will resonate with everyone. Mm-hmm. But you have to do your own walk with God. Yeah. So so I may have a way that I connect with God. Like I said, lately I've been getting alone more often in nature and totally away from my phone and, and things like that to connect with God. Well, that's my path right now. That's where God has me. And though I think that just in simplest terms, getting away with God is obviously good for everyone. Mm-hmm. But when and where and how you do it is specific to you. Yeah. And just like you know, I chose for a time, for now, for music to be my main method to serve the church and mm-hmm. to proclaim truth and the love of God. You know, you have your way. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone listening, there is a specific and unique thing that God has for them and a unique way he's going to reveal himself to them. Mm-hmm. And that's exciting to me. Yeah. And, that, and that's something that I feel like we don't talk about enough. What's exciting about this journey of faith is that it's different for every, everyone. Mm-hmm. So... They have a whole territory to explore, mm-hmm. a new land out there. Yeah, it's not same old same old. As long as you keep seeking and knocking, and look for the presence of God, mm-hmm. and create margin in your life for the presence of God. Mm-hmm. If you continue to do that, there's going to be new lands of discovery of truth, mm-hmm. of creativity, of service, people you're going to meet that you wouldn't have met before. Mm-hmm. Uh, books you may read you wouldn't have read before because you're making margin you're continuing that um you're you're continuing that path of discovery mm-hmm. so that's my encouragement is yeah. that you know what's great about this whole thing is that your walk is not the same as mine and i even though i get joy hearing about your life and mm-hmm. your story and it's inspiring what's even cooler is that i know well w- there's going to be something unique for me mm-hmm. there's uh, something fresh for me tomorrow yeah Today and tomorrow is two different days. So tomorrow, I'm, God may reveal some things he, I never thought of before mm-hmm. and meet people I never thought I would meet. And that is the joy of living this life. And um, I don't think we maybe think about that enough. Yeah, for sure. Great way to end it. Thank you, Pastor Thank you, man. for your thoughts. Um, it's been fun having you on here. Um, have to have you on. Maybe again, maybe we got to talk more about conspiracy theories or something. Sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, but appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you're watching this episode on YouTube, I appreciate you. And if you're listening on wherever you are, thank you. We appreciate you. And so hopefully this was challenging, inspiring, and encouraging to you guys. Pastor AJ, 
thank you so much for being on here again. Um, and yeah, that's all I got. Peace Thanks, out, bro. people.